date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. just for fun those days are gone living alone I think of all the friends I've known but when I dial the telephone nobody's home was Peggy on the vocals and Sharon on the karaoke. And the karaoke. Whoa, look at you go, girl. (laughs) No one can hold a phone to a microphone like like Sharon can. can. (laughs) Episode 18. 18. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about being lonely, kicking loneliness, what happens when we're lonely? We're going to talk about everything lonely. Yeah. Kind of sad, but yeah. not really. We're well, going to make it There's a difference happy. between being lonely and being alone. Oh, for sure. And so I think we need to clarify that from the very beginning. But I'm going to start with telling stories about myself, just because that's what I know. <laughs> just what she does. Uh, so when I was married, I was actually quite alone, feeling lonely. There was a lot of loneliness in my marriage. Yeah. And... I actually, for a period of time, I did some process work around that. I mean, yes, my marriage, there was a lot of disconnection in my marriage. And so that was, you know, that was a part of it. But I was disconnected from myself. And that was more where the pain of the loneliness was. So I actually received some, did some work on myself around that. And it really helped a lot, even though I was in a situation that was not, uh, you know, a a dynamic connected kind of situation, I really was able to heal um, a lot of that pain for myself. And it was a big, it was deep. So now I have recently been um, through a breakup. And so, and even before that, I was feeling some sharp pointed loneliness. And so I was thinking about that, thinking about the lonely and about feeling lonely. And, you know, this is late at night when I'm like, oh, I really want somebody to talk to. I want someone to share my day with. And do I go for the chocolate? Do I go for the popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and I was really reviewing this in my head. And I was like, wait a minute. Let's step back. You had pain of loneliness in your marriage and you were married. This is not about that right. necessarily. So I went back to what's my purpose? What's the truth in this moment? How can I take charge of my life and move forward? Um, and I, I know that for me, I need to move forward 
and and just immerse myself in things that I love, things that I love to do. There's also a piece here of like what parts of my own life right now by myself am I not enjoying right. that are not working for me? And so I'm, again, asking myself these questions so that I, and it really lifted me within minutes, lifted me. And I'm like, okay, this is a reframing of what this is really all about. Right. So... So, and, you know, and of course, reaching out, but it was, you know, I mean, so much of the time it's like late at night and it's like, eh, I don't have anybody right. really I'm going to text or call. <laughs> right. And we'll talk, we'll talk about some things we can do to, to combat the loneliness in a minute. Um, I think lonely does make us go to dark places, though, a lot of times. Yeah. We're sitting by ourselves. Now, being alone, let's just clarify, being alone and being comfortable with yourself and your own time and your alone time is a lot different than being lonely. Yes. We and do need, to, we do. And that's healthy. That's yeah. healthy to enjoy your own solitude. Yes, yeah. Your, your own, own solitude and your own, yeah. And your own quiet time and everything would be a healthy thing as long as it doesn't make you into a person you don't want to be, or it's, as long as you're not hiding from the world right. or, right. you know, doing unhealthy things. Um, I liked the chocolate and the popcorn. <laughs> Yes. I always know something's going on and it's like, oh, I need some chocolate. Yes. Oh, I need some popcorn. <laughs> yes. It's like, yes, where do I turn? The pizza, you know, <laughs> right. the, meat, the meatball sub. I go a little different places than yeah, chocolate well, and popcorn, Or there's the know. Netflix binge and I do do that sometimes too. I was going to say, I, I, I don't do the Netflix binge as much as, yes, or... <laughs> is the pizza maybe? Is, 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 yes, the pizza, the tacos, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, the Mexican food. Me and Mexican food have a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we met over Mexican food, if you remember. We did. We did. She said, where do you want to go to lunch? And I said, I know a great place. Yeah. <laughs> I probably knew 10 great places. Um, you want to talk about some of the pitfalls? Yeah. Some of the things what, that we really do get yeah. into, you know, since What happens when, if we kind of sink into the loneliness and we just, and there's nothing wrong with feeling it. There's nothing wrong with feeling whatever emotions are and yes. looking at that. I mean, th we talk about that all the time, but if we're going to sink into it and let it take us to a victim place and a place of fear, a place of poor me, and this is never going to, you know, yes, all of you that. Don't, you don't want to go to that That's different. So what happens when you get to that place, when you sink into this loneliness? What are some of the pitfalls, Sharon? Some of the pitfalls. Um, sometimes our bad habits come back. Since we're talking about tacos, tacos and, and, and popcorn and, and, and chocolate and, and, and things, you know, I mean, if you've overcome an eating problem, if you've, over, you know, there's just bad habits that sometimes come back because we're lonely. We're filling the space, not necessarily with good things. Yeah, right. right. And dating situations, you don't want to put yourself out there in a lonely place because you make some desperate choices. You're, you're prone to see things in a way that feels that loneliness rather than in the truth. Am yes. I right? Yes. Am I right you're trying, you're trying to medicate the loneliness, not necessarily, uh, you know, once again, doing a healthy thing. Um, for instance, you know, desperate choices might, um, include, you know, settling, you know, I'm going to settle on somebody that's just really not for me, not a good fit, you know, square, square hole, round peg, whatever. Um, right. Because you don't want to be lonely anymore. You're medicating. Right. You're medicating the loneliness. Right. Um, you're more likely to accept bad behaviors, to look the other way, you know, to avoid the red flags. Because it feels better. Because it puts yes. a band-aid on it. Yes. And it feels better. And it takes a lot of courage and strength 
and self-knowledge, I think, to walk away from that, especially when you're feeling like, when you feel these feelings, which are normal. I mean, feeling lonely is normal. We're not saying it's bad. But but for you to be able to walk away from that takes courage and faith and strength, I think, to be able to step away from something that for this moment is feeling what seems like is feeling, filling your cup. Right. Right. Um, we tend to get into an infatuation situation. Situation. Wow. Say that ten times. Infatuation situation. Infatuation situation. <laughs> Say infatuation. that ten times fast. Yeah. Um, an infatuation situation. There, I did it. Um, where you know we get into kind of a fake love. That exciting, maybe a strong attraction leads us to believe that we are, you know, we really have something, and then it kind of just dies off after four to five months, like infatuation often does. And I feel like sometimes we force that after the infatuation period, we kind of force the relationship as well, you know, because we don't want to go back to where we started from. Um, And I've noticed more with the widowers than the widows, and I'm sure it happens in divorce situations, that when people get into relationships after they're just really sad and lonely, they hang on to that because they don't want to go back to feeling sad and lonely. So they, they think it's like this magical thing that they just found that brought them up from the depths of despair. And what happens, I think, Sharon, you tell me if this is correct, but uh, from your perspective, but is that I think we start into this self-deception. Yes. We start believing these things we want to be true. Yes. I mean, I found myself doing that too. I'm like, Peggy, you are making stuff up here. Mm-hmm. Step back. Oh, one of the things that I do is to write out all of the reasons why this didn't work out. Like all of the reasons why this is not a magical fix for everything, right? right? Because I start to go to that magical place and go, oh, it's kind of like if you notice at funerals where, yes. where, where, where people that had serious flaws, nobody says any, everything's glamorized and beautiful. Yes, and they all were of the this. most wonderful, uh, but I mean, person I, ever. I can find myself going to that place and going, wait, step back, step mm-hmm. back. There's reality here. Let's look at this for reals. Right. So I think we need to be aware of our self-deception that, that we can go into. And loneliness can be a pitfall for us to step into that. It's interesting because I was um, working with a client once. And after we'd done several sessions, he finally looked at me straight up and said, I have been deceiving myself about this. It was about a relationship that he desperately wanted and it wasn't going to work out. And I, I love that he finally got to the point where he was like, I, I'm, I'm seeing that I've been deceiving myself. Yeah. So be, beware. Yes, very. Um, we do tend to, I think loneliness does make us fantasize a different life, a different, you know, different than what we're living. And it's not always reality. I talk about the infatuation period, how when we're in this infatuation period, we know about 20% of who a person is. This is the first four or five months of dating yeah. and we make up the rest. Yes. And so we kind of just do that. Loneliness just causes all these different things that aren't, I'm just going to say they're not of heavenly father. When you are feeling lonely, when you are self deprecating, when you are in that place, this is not feelings from heavenly father. No. And we need to acknowledge that and say, this is not where I want to be. That's right. That's probably the first thing to do. Acknowledge that you're feeling lonely. Yes. Acknowledge that it's, you know, that you have an option. 
Yeah, that's you know your your thinking, the way you frame it is is making a, you know maybe that it's triggering something from your past too, and that's that's mm-hmm. valid. Yeah, and that but that's something to acknowledge and look at, not to blindly just let it lead you by the nose, but to actually say, well, maybe there's some stuff I need to heal within myself. Yes, as we do, like I was talking about, happened in my when I was married and my loneliness. It was stuff I needed to heal with my own relationship with myself. Right. So. Right, because honestly, we should be comfortable with Who our, we our are. yes, our own quiet time yeah. and our like I said before, you know, our own company. Love our solitude. Know, yeah. Love, love, you know, figure out how to yeah. love being in solitude. You know, and I think the older I get, I think the more the more I do love my quiet time. <laughs> the, you know, to leave to leave. I mean, if you think about it, as leaving the noise from the world, you know, yeah, and, and having being, your own yeah. peaceful time is different than than sitting in loneliness, and because loneliness is is sadness. Right. It's you know, it's part of our sadness. It's so al- and almost feels desperate. It feels like a desperation to me, anyway. That loneliness when you're longing so much to be with a partner and you feel that it almost feels desperate, and that's you know, based yeah. in fear. Yeah, you know, it really, really is. So how do we combat this? How do we battle our loneliness? How do we win? How do we win this? You know, this battle with loneliness. Well, one of the things as you were talking, Sharon, is, and, and this was something that was, that I was instructed through prayer to do for myself was to pray to feel my Heavenly Father's love for me. And then the spirit comes in. Yes. And then you can start to see truth and feel truth. But pray for that. Pray for, for, uh, for to feel Heavenly Father's love for you. And I, and I make it a habit actually to do that because then I know I'm, I have the spirit. I can feel that. Yes. And I can, I know I'm moving in the right direction as well. Yes. So that is a really good one. Um, I think a lot of times we just need to fill that space. Um, you know, like what, you what talked you about, mean? like you talked about with your, your purpose or, or developing your talents. Yes. You know, we do need to do us. I, I need to do me more. It's like part of your self-care is developing your talents and your purpose, you know, yeah. and, and self-care is a wonderful thing. And if you need the bubble bath and the facial to do self-care, do that too. Yeah, or if you, you know. need more spiritual practice for your self-care or if you need to go on a walk or exercise or go out and have an adventure, whatever that is, because self-care can look different depending on depending on the person. Uh, yes. But, but you need to find those things that you want to do. That's part of good self-care is what do you want? What do you want to do? Because the reality is when we get into that long-term relationship, you're still going to have you. And you're still going to have your wants and your desires. So if we focus on that and maybe even make a list of the things you really love and want to do, maybe things that you haven't explored yet in yourself that you want to, that you want to explore and then focus on that. Here's the other thing. Can we move on to the next thing? Sure. So what I, what I um, am starting to do is I'm starting to look at the previous relationship and go, okay, look at myself, where am I doing some of the things that weren't working for me in that relationship? Like some of the things I I saw in that person that didn't feel like they were going to work for me. 
how am I doing that to myself? Or in what way in my life is that showing up? And what I'm doing is I'm filling those places. I'm healing those places. I'm working through those things so that I, the next person I draw to me is even more of the kind of person I want to have in my life because I'm more the person I want to be. Does that right. make sense? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, for sure. Um, I think a lot of times, too, we just need um, more connections you know you know and good connections we were just talking about this before we started um people with things in common with us things you know people that lift us people that that lift us up that don't drag us down you know healthy relationships healthy friendships yeah people that inspire us to do um to do and be more positive more of the kind of person we want to be yes so, and you might want to do an inventory of the people that you hang around the most. And is that true of them? This might be a good time for you to evaluate that. Um, are you around people that really do lift you up? Are you building the kind of community that's going to support you the most as you move forward? See how that's kind of reshifting and reframing this rather than looking at, oh, poor me, I'm all alone. Right. Oh, bye, bye. So, right. which is sad. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it feels sad. We can have those sad moments, but let's, but this is how we solve and move on and work out, you know, work out the loneliness. That's more of the negative and the depressing and the fear-based and all of that. Right. Which we don't want to have. So part of, part of what I like to think of in, in reframing this is how am I going to take charge of my life? Because kind of being lonely is, um, for me, the loneliness has felt like I have no control. Um, This is happening to me, so it's very victim stance. So taking charge of your life, how in this moment can you take charge of your life? What is one baby step you can do to step, to move forward in a positive direction rather than sitting in this and just wallowing in it? Um, Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, a lot of times that's just setting little tiny small goals for yourself. Yeah. You know, just move forward in some way. And you if know, you, yeah. And you can prepare this ahead of time. You know, if you're in a, you know, a place where you're not in a relationship right now, start writing out a list of things that you can do when it gets to this point, because it most likely will, because we all are going through this process and it's going to be ding next, ding next, ding next, right? Right. So make a list of things you can do, the baby steps, the goals, the things you can do in those moments when you're feeling lonely. Maybe, maybe it's an actual physical thing you can do. Um, or maybe it's reaching out and calling someone, or maybe it's, I'm going to sit down and write something, or I'm going to change, I'm going to ask myself this question or reframing or whatever. So make plan ahead. Right. Um, another thing I want to say is going to help. It's going to help in any situation. I was just thinking of my well-balanced graph, you know, when I talk about your well-balanced life, Uh um, is not focusing on yourself, but maybe focusing on other people. Maybe making sure that you are serving others oh. and that, you know, you are, you know, contributing to the world is another really good way. Yeah. And maybe you have friends you can call. Maybe you have a couple of girlfriends or guy friends you can call 
who understand your situation can say, hey, I'm feeling lonely right now. Can you pull me out? You got some service I can do for you? <laughs> can I help yes. you with anything? You know, maybe set that up ahead of time. If this is a real chronic thing for you, I'm I'm not in that position, but if that's a real chronic thing for you, um, enlist other people to help you. Yeah, or, you know, I mean... Accountability or something to say, hey, I'm in this place. What can I do to help you? How can I help me get out of this? Yeah, oh, or just find... Or just uh, you know, reach yeah. out and find someone. Just, you know, yeah. Um, pray for pray for that opportunity. Yeah, I Prayer have a friend who was in works. the social work program, and she was assigned to go to the um, homeless shelter mm-hmm. and serve food. Uh huh. And after she was done with her six weeks, she frequently went back holidays, um, you know, days off. She just really enjoyed that service. She had a go-to service, you know? Yeah. And so there's, do. you know, but there's always, always ways to serve, you know, big ways, small ways. And so getting outside of yourself is a great way to not be in yourself, yeah. you know, really to not, to not, to not be, be stuck in that. In, that, in that situation. Yeah. Okay. What else? If you're really in a bad place, reach out for some help. I mean, some people really need professional help. If, yes. if, if that's a place that you go a lot, there yes. are there is professional help that's yeah. going to help you, you know, work through some of your stuff. And it may be, yeah, it may be pointing to that there's deeper work here to be done than you know, just yeah. what we're talking about, the solutions we've talked about. So we've talked about the difference between being lonely and being alone, how enjoying your solitude is important, looking at yourself, reframing, reaching out, making sure, you know, because the, you know, the things that can happen if you sink into that can be not good long term. No, and they're not really God's plan for us. So prayer, all of those things, um, l- taking charge of your life, feeling empowered, doing baby steps, all of those. Yes. So we hope you this is really helpful because this lonely feeling is it's hard. It's a hard part of it being is. single. And so we love you and hope that hope that this has been helpful today and we will talk to you next time bye bye thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and so